state of high performance. You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. Today, we're going to go deep on one of my favorite topics of all times. And it's nootropics, also known as smart drugs or cognitive enhancers. And if you're a longtime listener, or you've read my book about cognitive enhancement called Headstrong, you recall that in the mid to late 90s, I ordered a $1,200 plain brown paper wrapped package of nootropics from Europe that took about six weeks to arrive because you couldn't actually get nootropics in the US. There weren't the natural formulas that you can get today. And the pharmaceuticals that I wanted had great research behind them. I'm one of my uh, now mentors uh, and friends who's an early guest on the show, Steve Folks, had written about these in the 1980s. But it was like this huge pool of knowledge and no one recognized it was possible. So there was a divorce between reality, which is that there are thousands of studies showing you can make your brain work better. And then the public narrative, which is that I am a doctor. I work for a large pharmaceutical company and there is no way to improve your intelligence. Even when the same pharmaceutical company would sell something like modafinil that really did increase cognitive function in studies. So it's like this willful blindness towards the fact that you can improve your brain. Now, why did I buy these things? Because my brain was failing. I was a CTO level founder entrepreneur guy in Silicon Valley. And there were days where I couldn't make my brain work. And I bought disability insurance. And I bought it because I passed every lab test. Everything I knew said nothing was wrong. But I'm like, I can't remember stuff. Maybe I am disabled. I, I don't know. But I'm, I'm just going to do this as insurance. So I took these things and I was pissed. Because after a week, I'm like, they don't do anything. Like I spent all this money. <laughs> I waited all this time. I got all excited. So I stopped taking them. And then the next day, I said, wait a minute. I'm grasping for words. And then I thought about it. And I realized that when I took them, my memory worked. But it felt so natural to be like myself that I didn't notice. So it turns out you'll notice a lack of cognitive function much sooner than you'll notice an improvement in cognitive function. So you just feel like yourself, but like even more like yourself. And this is a big lesson for me. And it drove me eventually to do you know, neuroscience and neurofeedback and things like that. So that's to frame why I care so much about nootropics and also figuring out which ones work for you, because it's not like the same things work for every single person. You may have different GABA receptors, different serotonin receptors, different levels of acetylcholine binding and all kinds of stuff. So it's something that you tune over time, certainly something that I did. And that's why I put together this episode for you today. One of our guests today has been on the show several times to talk about biohacking, psychobiotics, magnesium, enzymes, blood sugar. So a friend biohacker. And I'm talking about Matt Gallant, who's a co-founder of Bioptimizers, uh, one of the companies that makes good quality supplements. And as you know, yes, the company I founded, Bulletproof, that I do not have a business relationship with anymore, um, also makes some stuff that I formulated. So here's the deal. No one company, including Bioptimizers, makes every supplement you'll want to take. It is a community of people working really hard to make good stuff, and certain companies meet the bar. Certainly Matt does, which is why I have him on the show as an expert. And what he does that's cool is he looks about 
He looks at important connections in body systems in a way similar to the way I think, and then finds ways to tweak human performance. And he and I have talked a lot about the brain and about customization of things. But there's someone new to the show who is someone that you might have heard of, but you don't know who he is because he actually has a secret identity. No, I'm not actually being sarcastic here. Yes, I know, bulletproof, you know, Superman, all that kind of stuff. But he calls himself Mr. Newts, as in nootropics. And he's working with Matt on custom nootropic development, custom as in on a per individual basis. And he's kept his identity confidential because he's a super nerd. He does the scientific research and development. Guys, I'm a nerd too, but I spend three quarters of my time creating things for you, like this show, writing books, the Upgrade Collective, where I'm teaching all the time. And the more you spend sharing, the less time you spend with your head down reading journals. In fact, I get stressed. One of the few things that does stress me, I'm like, I want to read more, (laughs) but I don't have the time. So Mr. Newts, our friend here, has said, okay, I am going to stick to my knitting here. And I totally respect that. Although he did decide at the beginning of the show before we turned on the camera that we can unveil his true identity. There you go. You guys are going to learn who Mr. Newts is. And you're going to hear more about custom cognitive enhancement. And you're going to hear more about custom cognitive enhancement. Custom nootropics where you actually can tweak the levels of lots of different compounds to get something that works for you that's very data-driven. There's a ton of work that's gone into this stuff. It's pretty cool. So Matt and Mr. Newts, welcome to the show. It's great to be here, Dave. Do I have the record now as far as most times? I think I was tied last time. Does this push me to the winner's circle? You might. It matters. I mean... I did have that professional dominatrix on 17 times. <laughs> I met her. She's awesome. By the way. She's- oh, no, she wasn't on the show more than once. That was some other. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> just joking, Mistress Natalie. She's going to be speaking at the biohacking conference, cool. which is happening, I think, actually four days before um, before this episode is going to go live. Yeah, can't wait to, to, to be there. We we're going to be there with the booth. So if anybody's there, come say hi. Can't wait to see you. And, you know, it's, it's the best biohacking event in the industry. So. That's the first one, that's for sure. And I think we're still the leader. I'm working, I do my best on it. But let's talk about true nerdiness. And Matt, I'm sorry, you've got enough of a business background. You're only like half nerdy. You do part your hair on the side, which as everyone knows is incredibly uncool. I'm- I, I try to hide my nerdiness. If you knew some of the, the board games and things that I'm into, uh, it would expose how nerdy I actually am. He plays MTG, doesn't he? You know, I, I, just, I just dropped $50,000 on on spaceships for a metaverse game that's a blockchain NFT game yesterday. So that should tell you nice. how nerdy I am. All right. So you've got some pretty strong nerd cred, but compared to Mr. <laughs> Newts, who before he was 10, um, built a helium neon laser from scratch and built his own radios spent his 20s in the Air Force and became an endurance athlete and then figured out that was dumb and became an eventual uh, bodybuilder. I'm kidding. You might not think it's dumb. Uh, But really, really turned into uh, a biohacker and a chemistry nerd. And some of my favorite uh, friends uh, in the industry um, have a chemistry background 
or a biochemistry background, because sometimes you have to have that knowledge in order to figure out um, how things actually work. And when you have the knowledge, you can actually say, you know what? I know how it works. Therefore, this should work. Therefore, let's try it and then measure whether it does work. And that process is different than big pharma where they're like, you can't know if it's going to work or not. Therefore, double blind placebo controlled hundred million dollar trial, blah, blah, blah. And, and it's, it's almost like this weird perspective. But if we're saying, you know what? A and B and C ought to work and it's okay to try it versus A and B and C might work, but it might not might not work. So we have to do more trials and all that. So you're willing to, to be guinea pig. And I, I like that. So can I tell people your name? You want to tell people your name? Let's do it. Here, here we go. Stand up and I like went, flex. I, <laughs> hey, look at that. All right. He's got Mr. Bicep Newts. All right. <laughs> Mr. Newts, what is your true identity? Unveil yourself. So uh, Mark Effinger is what my mother named me. Mark, Marcus Aurelius is what my father named me. My mother said Mark Allen would be a little more appropriate for uh, this young Catholic family. So, yep, Mark Allen Effinger. There you go. All right. You've been unveiled. I, I like the Marcus Aurelius and the parental disconnect there. Uh, my son's name, by the way, is Allen. Same spelling as you. But my daughter, Anna, mm-hmm. I seriously, serious, I really did this. I lobbied with my wife to make her middle name Bollock. <laughs> Because anabolic would be the coolest thing you could ever is, say. Is, dude, you can retro that now, you know, you can. Just, or maybe she, yeah, maybe she could be, uh, um, you know, recognized as, I think that's a, a popular. Anabolic is one of my favorite words, period. So Would, Wouldn't that just be the best? And I mean, I went down there. I'm like, okay, if that weren't log, analog, that'd be cool. Um, perna, anaperna, all that. I vetoed all of those things. Oh, so anyway, we, we shared our nerdiness here, but you you guys know is Mark Allen Effinger is Mr. Newts, and he's one of our guests on the show. We're going to go into nootropics, and we're going to talk about some of the problems, some of the concerns I have in the industry. Um, as a guy who has formulated nootropics mm-hmm. and has certainly been a, a leading advocate, like I'm the guy who was on Nightline nine years ago saying, I am willing to, to not have a bag over my head and talk about the fact that modafinil got me through business school and maybe a better meditator and things. So I'm I'm all in on this stuff, but I have concerns and we're going to go through those things. Well, you were actually, you're quite an inspiration, Dave. I mean, if it wasn't for you, I don't know that the industry would even have the kind of footing it has right now. Oh, thank you. That was my intention. I, I didn't want to be the, the guy who made nootropics. I wanted to be the fact that it's possible. Therefore, let's all do it. I don't mean take them. I mean, let's all make them. And so thank you for stepping up and saying you're going to make it. And there are, there are listeners who say, well, you're making dirty money. Like, look, dirty money is buying something from Alibaba, marking it up five times on a slick website. Okay, There's no value add there. But if you actually put your money and your time into creating something that doesn't exist, that should exist, and you make money, getting to, that's called making the world a better place. And anyone who has a problem with that, you can like hit the unsubscribe button right now. Like, seriously, none of that. It just, it, it, that is not how the world works. We, we need creators who build stuff that's real. I just want people to see it was real so that we could all build it. So, Mark, why would someone take nootropics? You know, for me, it was, uh, it, it was quite a journey, but um, I don't know if we're going to get back to that later. But um, I first started to, to do it as a way to get off coffee um, back in the 90s. You're a bad person. I thought you were normal and healthy. <laughs> Getting off, you want to get off coffee? 
There are studies that show that 87% of your quality of life goes away when you go off coffee. Like, why would you do this? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> it's, there's a truth there. There's a big truth there. No, I, I, was, uh, I was living near Intel, and, um, and I had run into Hooperzine A from a guy doing oh, yeah. a, a guy that was uh, doing a, an early morning radio talk show, like the 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. slot. Yeah, and I used to take that stuff. Yeah. And so, um, so I, I drove up from, uh, from Portland, Oregon to Oregon City, met with them, and it was like, holy crap, this can do what? And so that was kind of the start of it. And then I started working with, we'd hired a bunch of Intel engineers for my company at the time doing laser technology. And I said, I'd like to see if we can improve your performance without burning you out at the same time. And so scaled down the coffee, scaled up Hooperzine A, saw the performance increase. Everybody said, this is a way different event for us. Of course, at the time, we didn't have Bulletproof. We didn't have MCT. We didn't have C8. Oh, yeah. Right? There's been some changes in, the, in that world. <laughs> so let's talk about Hooperzine. So you and I and Matt, we all know what this stuff is. Yeah. But- uh, define what it is and what it does. Talk about acetylcholine and all of that and blood flow. Yeah, so it's Hooperzine serrata, right? It's an extract, mm -hmm. and it increases uh, choline flow, right? It's a and it and also reduces cholinesterase enzymes so that the choline keeps flowing through the synapse. And choline is essentially a neurotransmitter. Uh, choline is, is one of the primary neurotransmitters for thinking. There you go. Yep. So, so, so for people listening, you got this? It increases the amount of a neurotransmitter for thinking, and it decreases the enzyme that, that destroys it. It's, it's the focus molecule. Right? Yeah. yeah. Unless yeah. you have too much, it's the teeth grinding molecule. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it'll also, there's a, there's a, a Gaussian performance curve with, uh, with all of these neurotransmitters. Right, that's important. Define Gaussian for people who aren't math nerds. Oh, the, the bell curve. Everybody knows a bell curve, right? So you get too little, you get nothing, too much, and you grind your teeth, or you get foggy, or you get pissed, or you're just completely ineffective and you fly off the wall, or or you die, or you die. That's what a <laughs> lot of insect it. poison does. Like when you spray bug poison on a bug and it starts twitching. That's an acetylcholinesterase inhibitor. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't want to take the whole bottle of Hooperzine, right? Right. Oh, or yeah, Tylenol, because yeah, yeah. Tylenol is also very bad for you, right? But, but that's, that's a key point. I think, you know, we can get into some of the issues. A lot of nootropics rely on brute force. They hammer one receptor or one pathway, and they, they just push it to the max, which has negative consequences. Receptors downregulate. You can have more side effects. So I think one of the things that that Mr. News does, Mark, is well, let's hit a wider variety of pathways and create synergy instead of just hammering one with brute force. And you know, one of the reasons we're called biological optimizers is because it's about optimal. Like you know, as a former addict, I thought and I was hardwired to believe that more is better. And now I know better and optimal is better. So it's, it's about really finding the optimal dose for each person. And that's why we're all about customization, personalization. Huge, huge. It, it matters. And, and if you go back to this, guys, in 2002 or three, whenever that guy was going to business school, um, I, I was at Wharton 
And we didn't have like a thesis, but the hardest class, you had to come up with this whole mathematical and detailed analysis and a business plan for a startup and an entrepreneurship thing. And I wanted to make a product called Unfair Advantage, which is going to be a cognitive enhancer that you sell to parents of college students. And the idea is, look, you want your kids to graduate and you know they're going to go party and all that stuff. So why don't you get this stuff for 50 bucks a month? You're spending $50,000 a year in their tuition. This is going to get your investment to come back. It's actually a very high ROI, like for our parents. Like, make sure little Johnny can think in class, even if you had too much beer. And I, I went through all of this market analysis. And what I found was that the nootropics on the market at the time were pretty much all what Alpha Brain copied, right? Yep. And all it is is let's raise acetylcholine via every mechanism we have all at one time. And of course, I tried doing that stuff back then. And I actually did get the the nodding in my back, the jaw tension, because when you're young, you can way overdo acetylcholine and you need more of it as you age. You need more of it if you're taking certain smart drugs, which is why the custom approach is really interesting to me. And and I looked and I just kind of scratched my head. I'm like, why? Why is it that you go to the, the thing uh, at the grocery store that has all the cognitive and they're all pretty much just uh, the same stuff that Alpha Brain copied, which was all from a company called Life Extension Foundation. You know, they, they had yep. this original formula <laughs> called Cognitax yep. back in the early 90s. And that came from Dirk and Sandy, Dirk yep. Pearson and Sandy Dirk Shaw, the Sandy original Shaw. smart drug people. So you guys wouldn't know this unless you're in the industry, but like those guys were around in the 70s and 80s promoting smart drugs. They, they planted the seed that germinated, and I'm sure I helped to water it a little bit along the way. But this is going on 50 years of cognitive enhancement. And the original pharmaceuticals is from 1956, if I remember right, which is paracetam, uh, which is something that is a, um, it's a drug made by Sandoz Pharmaceuticals. But in the U.S., it's not a drug. It just doesn't exist. So you can buy it. I don't know how to explain that, but that's how it is. I've, I've got a queue up. Mark here to talk about again the mother of racetams. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny, Dave, that you said that because Dirk Pearson and Sandy Shaw were my big inspiration. In the in the late eighties, I moved into the back of the health club and I lived in a garage that backed up to the aerobics room. So, did you do jazzercise? It, it was great. It's when, they, it's when women wore the yeah when they wore the thong outside of their their spandex. Right, it was awesome. If you were alive in the 80s and old enough to remember it, it's one of those things you can't unsee. Yeah. <laughs> well, so so outside of, of glutamine, um, there's, a, there's a master uh, amino acid called pyroglutamic acid. And pyroglutamic acid is an incredibly uh, effective short-term nootropic that you can't take during the day um, because it the load it puts on your system as it's breaking apart into the various chemicals that then become the neurochemicals is pretty heavy. And it takes about six grams of it to get any kind of, of, you know, potentiated result. So that's kind of, of, you know, we started with a lot of that, a lot of that. And then we ended up looking at more, um, more herbal extracts. And then we found that there were interesting ways that during the extraction process of herbs and of the conversion process of, pyroglutamic acid, you could get them to weave each other together and create these bonds that would, that would go in various directions. You could get it to lean towards acetylcholine, or you could get it to lean towards, right. One of the other key neurotransmitters like GABA. What evidence do we have that plant extracts are effective for cognitive enhancement? 
There's, um, I mean, if you go to NCBI, you can, uh, NCBI, the, it's a public database. PubMed. Like PubMed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's huge. Um, as, outside of the fact that, that they've been used prolifically, especially in Asia and in Europe um, for centuries. I mean, Russia, Russians are masters. The Russians are some of the best when it comes to adaptogens and, and cognitive enhancement, uh, mostly because they're willing to experiment on people. And if they die, it's like, oh, too bad, vodka. Right. <laughs> and they just move on. But I, I'm like, hats off. But here's the evidence there's a certain herbal extract. Uh, you make it with hot water and you run it through, you know, roasted and ground up um, plants. And it's consumed by 90% of people. I'm talking about, of course, coffee, but there's tea, right? These are herbal extracts. These are hot water herbal extracts. <laughs> so we have, oh, and nicotine. You can extract it from tobacco via various mechanisms. And holy crap, it's the most studied smart drug out there is nicotine. And it increases typing speed by 15%. So if your listener is going, plant extracts, dude, there is so much evidence without ever going to PubMed that we are hyper-responsive to some plants and not others. In fact, some plants will kill you, and that's also part of the story. So I'm talking sarin nerve gas, which is a vegan protein, so watch out for <laughs> vegan proteins. But th this is one of those things where I want everyone listening to just say, okay, I admit to myself that it is possible for plant extracts or other compounds to improve cognitive function because it's abundantly obvious you you can't deny it. Eat a chocolate bar and see how you feel. Like, oh, I modified my neurochemistry. Okay, so I'll get off my soapbox a little bit here, but there are people who still think this can't be possible and they're actually drinking coffee while they say it's not possible. Right. And so I, I want us to just be done with that. Okay, let's go back to something like mental endurance though. Okay, how how does that work? Because for me, that was what I was lacking. And how do you get that? What What's the magic? So so some of it is oxygenation of the bloodstream, right? And yes. how do you get that, right? You've got, the other is is how you combine. I, one of the things that made the biggest difference when I started stacking these things, and I'll get into a story in a bit about how this kind of the, the last phase of nootropics came about back in 2008, 2012, but for me. But um, when you start, stacking components you have an adaptogen right you've got a choline donor you've got your nootropic whatever your core nootropic is going to be right you get an antioxidant and then you might even have a component that's going to give you a stimulant effect and you start stacking those in the proper proportions where you're going to be you're going to be at least clinical in your dosage and rather than subclinical which most of the things you see off the shelf are subclinical in their dosage um, your clinical interdosage in, and you take advantage of the potentiation effect that you can get when you start combining a couple of interesting compounds together and they start synergizing and they start accelerating the, the benefits or they extend the benefit or they do both. Um, when your body doesn't have a load, if it doesn't have an oxidant load, an oxidation load, right? if the adaptogens are effectively reducing stress levels, stress hormones, uh, you know, inflammatory conditions, then the nootropic works significantly better. And you can create a compound effect by doing that. You're not using more nootropic. You're reducing the load on your body of all the other things that keep it from performing. It doesn't have to fight, you know, toxicity in your body, inflammation, right? The other factors. Suddenly the nootropics stand out and they go, hey, we can play. 
one more comment too, which is timing. <clears throat> so I'll just use myself as an example because during COVID was in Panama. We had for five months, the hardest lockdown in the world, four hours of freedom a week. It was roadblocks. If you're outside of those four hours, you were going to jail. And I right. just decided, you know what? I can't control that. I'm just going to get hyper productive. And that time, and this is like right before Mark and I met, I would start, you know, and I'm, I'm driving hard, but at 2, 3 p.m., you know, my performance would start dropping off. I could push myself to 4 or 5 p.m., but the performance wasn't there. You know, I was just kind of operating my fumes. Met Mark, started using yeah. the dudes. Now I can go to 6, 30, 7, 8 and maintain that peak, that peak performance that I was able to write a book, which I had never been able to do before. Dave was kind enough to give us a foreword, which is from sick to superhuman, the biological optimization blueprint. Right. And again, the difference in mental endurance, mental performance for me um, during those, those tough times was a game changer. I mean, it was double. But back to timing, you know, if you take nootropics, again, there's that Gaussian curve, that performance curve, which will last anywhere from four to eight hours. So if you're if you get energy in the morning, maybe you don't need nootropics at that time. And this right. tend to crash out in the afternoon. Well, around 12, 1231 p.m., take your nootropics and you're going to be rocking all afternoon long. It's it's true. Um, I used to have serious problems in the afternoon and you can hack those problems seriously with just intermittent fasting. Um, you know, you, you can learn how to eat, you can fix your cell membranes and you can get stable blood sugar. So you can have your average performance. Okay. Average performance is better than crap performance, which was my life when I was obese and had blood sugar regulation issues and mitochondrial issues. But there is another level beyond average. And like step one in the way I look at it is get your mitochondria working. So the blood has to be in the brain. You have to be able to make electricity. But step two, three, four, and five around instead of having an average afternoon where, you know what, I'm actually going to work on my book at two in the afternoon, which most authors would never do because you can't turn on creative juices. They're effortlessly at your fingertips uh, when you have the right cocktail of cognitive enhancers that are a, a part of things. Um, the thing that made me want to do another episode with you and to expose Mr. Newt's uh, it was really because you've you have a very thoughtful way of saying, okay, it's not going to be just one thing. And I'll also tell you guys, I have publicly said over and over, don't take stacks of nootropics to start because it's not going to work for you. Like it, it just won't. Even the stuff that I make, uh, the stuff or that I made that I formulated for Bulletproof, I'm not sure what they're putting in there, whether it's the same as what I made or not. Like I said, they won't tell me anything. But um, that didn't, that, that was one of those things that wasn't a stack that relied on any of the pathways that you would find in one of the, the generic things like that. But some people need to push, you know, the acetylcholine pathways. My deal is that's already been handled. But what you're doing is you're saying, let's look at all of the pathways. Let's look at who you are, where you are, what benefits you want. And I recognize the algorithm because it's the same one that I have for Upgrade Labs. The Upgrade Labs is my, uh, you know, replacement for the kind of things that you would you'd be doing at the gym and with some extra recovery where, okay, did you want to muscle, bone, cardio, or recovery, but how do we get it to you in the least possible time? 
And so it's asking the question, where do you want to go and where are you now? And then, and then the right pieces of tech. I've never seen a single nootropic company who went to tackle that because frankly, it sucks. But there's like surveys, um, uh, daily, uh, daily feedback, and then tuning of the stack. And what I want to know is when you guys were putting this together, and when I say the stack, it's you know a, a several different compounds that are custom mixed, like powders and liquids and all. Uh, and I've tried it, uh, and um, I very much noticed a difference from it. And for me to test it, I had to you know quit doing a lot of the stuff that I normally do, so I could do like an A/B test. But it it definitely it, it works. So how do you know though? how to customize the stack. I mean, yeah, the surveys are good, but how much science is between the survey and the tech? Can I, can I just, just give the overarching framework? So we divide, we divide the archetypes into two buckets. One is the CNS, central nervous system. And we have ways of profiling whether people prefer being parasympathetic or they prefer being sympathetic. What's an example of someone who prefers to be parasympathetic? They're chill. They're relaxed. They don't like stimulation. They don't, some people don't like the feeling of euphoria. So these are like yoga teachers and cat ladies? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. I can't believe you'd say that. That is so judgmental of you. No, but you're a great people. I love cat ladies. <laughs> I'm a cat. But I, I hear that. People are, are maybe a little bit introverted, but not always, but sometimes. But it's calm. Okay. Like, you know, and, and it's amazing, by the way, we, when we get the feedback from all the stacks is we know right away, okay, this person's parasympathetic and they love that. Now, some people are nat naturally parasympathetic. And when you give them enough stimulation, they go right into that apex performance zone. So that's really important as well. That's part of the evaluation. That's bucket one. And the second bucket is neurochemicals. So if you do, there's a great test. It's a free test. You go to bravermantest.com. And it's a very in-depth test that helps tell you which neurotransmitters you're dominant in and which ones you're deficient in. Now, if we break down states and if we break down performance, you, you can break down the various neurochemicals that are involved including the stress chemicals, neuroadrenaline, adrenaline, cortisol, you know, and testosterone, estrogen, those are also part of it. But when you look at anandamide, serotonin, dopamine, GABA, acetylcholine, those are your main ones. And we can, we can manipulate those. We can hack those with the nootropics. So it, so it really depends what am I trying to achieve and what state do I need to be in in order to maximize my performance in that moment. So, you know, if, yep. if you're trying to write a book, yeah, focus savagery is, is absolutely phenomenal. You know, if you, you want to increase verbal fluency, there's, there's other stacks. But that's how we've designed the, the questionnaire, the feedback form. We segment people into these various, uh, again, CNS buckets and neurochemical buckets. And then we make the adjustments based on their feedback. But I'm going to queue up Mark and... Marketing okay. elaborate a little bit more on that. Before we get there, I, I just want to point out for listeners, you might have read Eric Braverman's book, uh, The Edge Effect. Uh, and it's... That, that was an inspiration for me. Okay. It, it's, it's a fantastic book. And it's, it's a little bit dated now, uh, but he's a medical doctor and wrote a book about just what you, what you described there. It has the, the, the quiz that says, okay, what is your edge? And it turns out they're different. Just like you could have your Myers-Briggs thing 
there's a neurochemical version of that, which is what Braverman came up with. Uh, so it, it's cool that he was an inspiration to you because his his work is valid and has stood the test of time. So you've you've baked his thinking in on this, uh, and that helps you know whether you know you don't want to overstimulate someone who really likes being parasympathetic. And then if you have someone who's sympathetic, this is like the extreme skier, uh, what Stephen Kotler's of the world. <laughs> we've, we're, we're, we're breaking down various things. For example, the, the neurochemistry of an a-hole is typically high dopamine, high acetylcholine, high adrenaline, and just, let's just say high testosterone. And, you know, cocaine will get you there. Adderall will get you there. Now, uh-huh. but if you start adding other neurochemicals like serotonin and GABA, those help you connect with people. They help calm you down. So you become a better leader. And that's what you, some of the many, many states you can activate while hacking your neurochemistry. Like I'm serotonin deficient. I knew that when I did the test, it, it, it confirmed that same thing with GABA. So for me, it, it's, it helps me become more extroverted when I want to helps me connect with people when I want to. So it's not just hard driving performance, but you can actually hack your social skills and, and want, desire to connect with people, which also anandamide is a marvelous molecule for that too. Uh, anandamide actually comes from tobacco. But as I understand, are you guys, is that in there? No. By the way, here, here's, here's a huge, huge, First of all, and I gave you praise on my IG today for your Bulletproof coffee. And there's an application of the fat coffee that I've never heard you talk about. And, you know, it's something we talk, we, we give a book away with the, with the customized nootropics. We talk about it there. And that is that the fats, and it doesn't, you know, it's a perfectly designed delivery system for fat molecules. I was reading the research last year, 800% more CBD. Some research just came out of quercetin, 30% more quercetin through the bloodstream. So any fat-soluble molecule that you take with fat coffee, you're going to absorb way more of it. And that's also true with the nootropics. So I just want to give you credit and kudos. And of course, when you do fat coffee versus normal coffee, yeah, it's a better delivery system for the caffeine. We feel it. It lasts longer. So, so the body will uptake more of it, but in a more steady stream. So you right. don't get that spike like you typically would with many other things. So just massive kudos to you, Dave. And it, it's, it's a very powerful thing. Now, CBD lowers the enzyme that breaks down anandamide. So CBD can also be used as an anandamide activator. And by the way, it works really well when you add it to, of course, fat coffee, bulletproof coffee. That's one of my favorite kind of bases. And then you add some of the other products like Brain Flow or Apex or Focus Savagery. And you just get this amazing state where you're energized, you're focused, your heart's open. It's everything. You just feel like the ultimate version of yourself. And that, that to me is really what it comes down to. The nootropics are about eliminating all bad days. I don't have bad days anymore. Even if let's say I had bad bad night's sleep, I went to bed too late, whatever it is, I can hack that in 15, 20 minutes upon awakening, get right in the zone and have an awesome day. Whereas before I'd be struggling and fighting. It, 
It's one of those things, and I think most people listening can can understand what you're talking about. Just think about that time you were hungover, right? You woke up and like, oh, well, a very large percentage of people wake up some of the time or most of the time feeling hungover without having had more than a glass of wine the night before. And it's because of what they eat. It's because there's other biological stuff going on. There's it can be endless reasons. And as someone who had chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia and toxic mold, and people will diagnose toxic mold as Lyme disease all the time, but it's usually mold derived. All that stuff. One of the reasons I cared so much about cognitive enhancers was, was that I felt like that most of the time and I needed it. But once I got past that and I can wake up and have no coffee and I'm still dialed in unless I do something wrong. And then just like you, within 20 minutes, if you know what's going on, um, and Chris, my producers, like I've had a couple of afternoons where, man, I got a show, like I'm not feeling good or I'm recording eight hours of content in one day. Uh, try, try to teach for eight hours a day. You guys have probably done it. It's hard, right? Well, without counting my answers, it doesn't work. But I'm like, oh, I'm off. And I'll take some stuff. And then, like you said, 20 minutes later, like you're back in the flow. So you're listening to this, guys, that's entirely possible. And I want you to think about this. If you're having a crappy day, it's actually your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing if, you know, someone broke up with you or, you know, you got fired. Okay, you're going to have a crappy day. That's normal. But if you just wake up and you're like, I can't bring it today, you actually can. You just don't know the tools. And I couldn't bring it so much that I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, just, just like you did, you know, where you have to get on top of it. But with tools, it's easier. So for me, yeah, I spent a long time making up my own stack, I'm like a long time as in you know, 10 plus years. What you guys are doing is you're saying, let's start with what's your typical dominant neurochemistry. Let's build a custom stack based on that and then let's tweak it every month based on the effects you're getting, which, God, it's such a time saver. So the idea is anyone listening should be able to dial it in. And by the way, it's not exactly cheap, um, you know, compared to a $20 bottle of, you know, 1980s cognitive enhancer uh, from your favorite podcaster. But um, I'm just not talking about anyone in particular. Um, but what you're going to find is um, that if one or two days of the month where you would have been wrecked, you're actually at a nine out of 10, it's priceless. It's actually priceless. And for me, it was. And I can tell you, I would not have written my books. I would not have finished business school. Uh, I would not have six companies in my portfolio and be advising dozens more. Upgrade Labs wouldn't exist. I wouldn't be CEO of it if it wasn't for this ability, because I have a lot of those days, at least I did. Um, so I just, I, I want to thank you for making it a shorter window for people to get to where they can feel like themselves again. Cause that, that, that's what stood out for this in a way I haven't seen before. Yeah. I want to cue Mark up to talk about some of the, the stacks because they're just brilliantly designed. So I was working on stacks and then I met Mark and I had the feeling, okay, here's a guy that I'll never catch up to. Here's a guy that's that's just decades beyond where I'm at and probably ever will be in cognitive stack design. And also his background in chemistry, it's the extractions. So when we talk about plants, sometimes you want to eliminate certain things from the plant because they're not helpful. So we can literally achieve in one capsule what some of our competitors can't do with seven, Okay. So I, I do get this. I've been playing with nootropics for a long time. And by the way, Dave, you were a big inspiration in that. And yeah, sometimes you have to take in seven or 12 capsules of other brands and you would feel something. 
But now because the extractions are so good and clean and concentrated and then potentiated with the rest of the stack, we can achieve, again, in one capsule what others can't in, in many. But there's nine different core blends that all have specific purposes. And Mark, maybe you can go through those and, and talk about kind of the design and what they do. So, um, so one of the original things that we discovered early on in doing nootropic stack development was that uh, people were arriving in the morning, right? They're waking up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And like you said, they were in a cloud. Their performance is very low. Hormones were out of whack oftentimes, or they're in a, in a different surge than we need to be, right? So the first thing was, how do we get the brain so that it's prepped, ready, and clean for that? So we developed this thing that we call it mental reboot. We've got an AM and a PM version. PM version is an oral capsule. And what it does is it takes advantage of the fact that your brain size changes at night when you sleep. And when it does that, it opens up around the capillaries and it flows in cerebral spinal fluid that right. then detoxes the brain, right? So the glymphatic system. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then it, you know, it gets rid of it. So that's a, that was a really key thing. So our, the thought was, how do we potentiate that process? How do we accentuate that process so that we can use the body's own natural detoxification process and amplify it? So we did that. And then it also helps to um, reduce tau and beta amyloid protein buildup as well. So things that lead to permanent cognitive decline, um, we worked really hard to try to get rid of those. And then in the morning, now you've got this beautiful clean palette to work from. So now you've got a sublingual. It's a little capsule. Mm -hmm. You tap it upright, pull the top off, pour it into your tongue, tastes great. And what it does is it does kind of the same thing, but it does this, it provides a baseline level of choline precursors so your body can actually say, I want to create more choline. I've got this available to me. Now, what are you going to do with it? And so then you can ping your receptor and say, I want more choline and you've got it available. But it does a lot of other things as well. There's there's methyl B12, right? So methylcobalamin, yep. which is much more available, right? And, and a couple other compounds that really help that process. And then um, an extract of, of the Celastrus paniculatus that is a water extract of that, which is um, which is unique in its in that characteristic that um, that dissolves as well, and so that gives you this primary and key nootropic function, so that you've got the choline donor. What happens when you're taking a nootropic and you don't have enough choline in your system is it'll start sucking choline out of the muscle, and you'll feel this this pain in your neck that turns into a headache. So, um, really important characteristic having the choline donor. In so then you want to start out with, with your bulletproof coffee, right? <laughs> of course. Right. You're doing that. Uh, but you, then you want to accent that. And so we have a thing called Nectar X. And so Nectar X is a very hardcore. And what I mean by that is this was, this was, this took 3000 prototypes over four years. And what happened was my, my former wife um, died of an oxycodone um, uh, overdose. And it was, it, it seemed to be intentional and she got hooked on it. We were all natural health. Mm -hmm. All our kids, our three kids were born at home, right? All natural home births, last one in front of the fireplace. And that last one, she tore a little bit. Mm. They gave her four oxycodone. The midwife did just cause it's safe, right? Four oxycodone. Four. That's, that's a pretty hefty dose. Wow. Well, it, it was, it was going to last her a week. 
Okay. Right. So she'd heal and it'd be cool. And she fell in love with it. Mm. And there was a, 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 the path from there to, uh, that was 1998 in 2008 is um, when she, she uh, quit life. And mm, sorry, it was yeah. the most hard, Dave, it was, it, you know, you're, when you see somebody that is absolutely beautiful and kind and talented and the mother of your children, and you've got uh, an emergency personnel, a first responder asking if they can put a six inch needle into her heart to try to restart that thing. Wow. And there's a halo of oxycodone and oxycontin bottles, a gallon of wine. And um, yeah. And, and you're just going, who is this person that, you know, I've loved for decades and now has become something else. And anyhow, it's really harming. And um, so that was, so you get really pissed. In fact, at that time I, I grabbed my, my iPhone 3G and, <laughs> and I, I, and I was, and I tweeted, tweeted the fact that I'm watching this happen because it was the only thing I knew how to write down at the time. It was right. my notepad and um, a good friend of mine out of Bellingham, uh, you know, called me and said, dude, Let's, let's take care of this. So we started working on my thing was how do I get the addictive personality? Um, I, I can't beat the addictive personality, but maybe I can give something that helps addicts have a better experience in life, right? Or, or to get off of their addictive thing by having such high performance that they're no longer following that, that little lure, mm -hmm. right? The carrot that's dragging them. So the idea was if I could get you to, to think clearly, then you're going to make better decisions. If I can get you the energy you need to execute on those decisions, you're going to have some success and that's going to create an upward spiral, right? That you're going to follow. Right. So that was the kind of thing. So at the time I owned a brainstorming software company with the founder of century 21 real estate called idea Fisher. And we had about 400,000 customers and I had a, a pretty good group of those people that I could send samples of, crappy tasting powder too, that they would give me an honest evaluation of whether it improved their cognitive performance. I, I have some friends like that. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Give it to me, man. I, yeah. Matt is actually one of the great examples of that. <laughs> like, Oh, that was awful, but I feel great. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so, um, we started doing that. And so I kept sending them samples of this, of this stuff, these different people. Um, and they kept giving me feedback. And so we started building a database of, of what was happening. And we got about a 30, 35% response, you know, positive response. And then we got the rest of it was a combination of just flat or negative until we started looking at their physiology and neurology. So once you started saying, you know, what do you eat? When do you wake up? How often do you work? You know, what do you work? How often do you work? Right. What, what's your exercise routine? Um, how healthy are you today? What are your goals, your ambitions and goals in terms of life? And, and, and then how do your neurochemicals work? Right. Then that radically changed the profile. Now we could say, oh, th this was the big epiphany was, hold it. If I change the amount of the choline donor, the nootropic, the antioxidant, right? Um, the adaptogen, I change the ratios of those and maybe right. even add some elements like a pro hormone, like a DHEA or a pregnant alone or something like that. Maybe I could get a different performance profile and I could write it down and I could match it to their body type or their physiology or neurology. And then I could find other people within my database that match that. And I could say, here, try this. It might be closer. And they would say, yeah, that's closer. I would also like to have this feeling or I'd like to have this event or I'd like to, I need to be thinking on my feet. I need to be thinking, I'm going to be in, a, for, in front of a whiteboard 
for two and a half hours. I've got to be a rock star. How do I do that? And then we started really figuring out the, this, this piece. And at the same okay. time, I was traveling around the, the U.S. Um, teaching social media on, uh, on getting um, big-time CEOs on how to write their life story, how to get the, you know, they would always start at Stanford or Wharton or, right? Or, yeah. and, and you say, okay, that's great. What happened when you were eight, when your dad, you know, just mm-hmm. let loose on you because you were underperforming, right? That's the story. And so in going through there, I was, I was hanging out with these really smart guys and we would be teaching these on the stage and they would come to me in the morning and say, dude, I feel like shit. I was up until 4am partying with one of our clients. How do I perform today? And I would, and I had a tackle box of these different powders and pills and I would formulate stuff for them. And so it was this, this, you know, immediate feedback. I would know whether it worked or not. One guy had, um, uh, one guy was allergic to bees, bee stings, and I gave him a, a, about a hundred milligrams of niacin. And he's calling 911 and his wife saying, honey, it's the end. And, you know. <laughs> nice. So, and makes you tingly and flushed. It's not a bee sting, <laughs> but yeah, I, I tell you that I was maybe 23 the first time I took niacin. Uh, and I threw away the vitamins. It was in a multivitamin because I, like my whole body turned bright red and I was like, I, I felt like I was going to die. So if you don't know what you're doing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. It, it's awful. So then, then I was hanging out at a, at a, at a rehab center, um, every couple months and, um, and saying, what's the problem? They'd say, well, it's expensive. It's painful. It takes a long time. It's embarrassing. And I'm going to be addicted to two, three, four meds when I'm out of here. So that was the experience of recurring addicts that had come through. And so we were building stuff on site and saying, try this and seeing people go from literally insanely crazy out of their mind on meth or, you know, similar, um, to stable. And then, you know, 24 hours, 72 hours later, feeling great, feeling the best they'd ever felt in years. And when you take somebody from the drug fueled high to the performance high, right, that's a completely different outcome. And your ability to interact with society, the ability to do things that are important. And then your high becomes, it's not the drug anymore. It's the performance. It's Mm -hmm. cool things. Can I do right? What can I do in my job and those kinds of things? So, so that was next Rex. And then we got into brain flow. So, so I wanted something that was a parasynthetic brain enhancer, which meant that it's going to, it's going to operate when you're chill, right? Or it's going to operate and bring you to a chill state, but it's going to keep you at a high cognitive performance level at that. So it's not the chill. Like I just want, you know, to down a six pack or to take a bong hit. It's the chill of having high performance and having cognitive performance without the edge of a high stim. So really important. And then, um, the, so that's brain flow. And then that led to upbeat, which was, of course, when you're working with addicts, you're also dealing with depression and, and manic depressive cycles, things like that. So it was, was there a way to, um, and, and by the way, a lot of times these were a solution to a pharmaceutical problem. Right. Right. I mean, like you, I think you're one of the guys that said your body's not looking for this pharmaceutical. It's not going, Oh, I, I, I have a deficit of this pharmaceutical. It's looking for the natural solution or the, the holistic solution to accomplish that. And so in the same way, each one of these had a parallel in society somewhere in a pharmacological product. So, so upbeat was, I didn't like the way that SSRIs worked with people. The yeah, they mess up a lot of people. Oh, dude, man, they, they, the zombie zone. 
for most, they, they work for some, just to be really clear, like, yep. like there's nothing wrong if you tried a bunch of stuff and you fixed your diet and you're getting sleep and circadian biology and it changes your life. Good for you. <laughs> but like, yeah. it, that's not 90% of users, but there's nothing shameful about using one as long as you've done your work first. Absolutely. And, and I think it's really important to, to understand that, but in studying how, um, how the calcium ion cloud surrounds the neurons and when you're doing an SSRI, the neuron pumps that are pumping this, right, the serotonin back and forth between the neurons, it's hardening those neuron pumps. And over time, those pumps suddenly have to pump more and more. That's why you increase your dosage. And the secondary problem with that is what's called downregulation. So you're suddenly dealing with the fact that your serotonin stores have been signaled because it's circulating serotonin in your system. Your serotonin stores are, are going, oh, I, I don't need to rebuild this. You've got enough serotonin, even though it's just recirculating. It's tricking your neurology into thinking it's got enough available serotonin. So suddenly, you when the when the when the pill quits working, right, or when it's when you're done with your dose for the day, your serotonin levels crash, and you've got to find a way to rebuild those. And that means the pill the next day. Same thing happens with Adderall. So, or I should say, you know, ADHD drugs. And again, they can be very effective for the right people. They're super effective, and they can work for a period of time. But there are alternatives that actually are holistic and they actually improve your brain's performance rather than jacking it in a way that might be radically unbalanced. When I do Adderall, I become the asshole, right? Yeah, Adderall makes me want to punch people. That stuff is horrible. I, I took it for a little while before I found ProVigil back when I was trying to not fail out of business school. Yep. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it does work for focus, but it also doesn't work for human connection at all. Yeah. So, so I created brain flow, which was, or I'm sorry. Um, so upbeat, which was essentially all the precursors necessary to be able to get really good levels of serotonin without over serotonin, no serotonin syndrome stuff. Right. Just describe that for a minute. Cause a lot of people don't know what serotonin syndrome is. And if you're using psychedelics, you might want to know about this. So just go off on that for a little bit. So, so um, if you, if you, Proper on this, serotonin, about uh, 90 to 94, 95% is made in the gut, and anywhere from 6 to 10% is made in the, in the brain. And there's a vagus nerve and some other components that trigger each of those to align. So if you increase serotonin in your stomach, you're going to get a, a relative increase in the brain as well. But the challenge is, is when you get too much serotonin, you start killing off blooms of brain cells. So you start causing serious problems in that, in that effect, and you can even cause death with an excess of serotonin. So, and it's very painful. The headache, if you've ever, if you've ever taken mushrooms, acid, <laughs> any of those, and an SSRI or similar or a similar serotonin resource to excess, you'll get a headache that it's a bad trip, man. It, yeah. It's a bad trip, but it, it also, I mean, it'll raise your blood pressure. And, and you know, there are people who start shaking if you get an excess of this. And it's a genetic receptor thing in the brain. And, I mean, the cure for that is actually IV benzodiazepines. Like, if, if you know what's going on and you go to the ER and say, I'm having serotonin syndrome, I took something that raises my serotonin dramatically, um, do this and I'll be fine in, in 20 minutes. How do I know that? Because my wife was a drug and alcohol addiction emergency medicine specialist. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, that's a serious thing. And so if you're listening to this going, I, I took a plant medicine one time and it, you know, almost killed me. Well, it actually might have, and you probably have too much serotonin and you can listen to these guys and then 
when you are formulating your stack uh, with uh, with them, then when if, if you guys know that, you actually dial down the stuff like 5-HTP, so you don't need it. I tend to not need uh, 5-HTP. I took it for years because I thought it was going to be really good for my brain and serotonin, but serotonin is pro-inflammation when you have too much of it. Right. And if you look at me on the Braverman thing, it, it's funny. Um, I'm almost the same for dopamine, acetylcholine, and serotonin. Like they're all within a point or two of each other, but I'm lower in GABA. And, it, you know, half of the world is higher in GABA. Those are like the accountants and administrators and bureaucrats and, um, you know, like, I don't know, they're not, they're not me. I don't know what those people are, but, uh, what, what do you do if someone is actually one of those? Okay. I have a problem, uh, with uh, serotonin where it's already extremely high. What, what would you do in a stack for them? That's custom. What if there was a way to level up your energy, get rid of stress and take more control of your body? Welcome to quantum upgrade. This is a new technology that taps into quantum energy to help you feel amazing. Quantum Upgrade has a lot of different products that help protect you from EMF and help activate your body's natural healing abilities. You can expect better sleep, more resilience, less stress, and better blood flow. The cool thing about Quantum Upgrade is that the products are backed by a lot of heavy-duty scientific studies, and there's a new measurable upgrade. You can now use Quantum Upgrade to increase your consciousness levels between 1,400 and 2,200 on the Hawkins map of consciousness. If you don't know what that means, do some research because it's impressive, it's fun to learn about, and it's something that I've come to understand. Ready to try Quantum Upgrade? Visit quantumupgrade.io slash Dave for a seven-day free trial. Well, we'd, we'd obviously reduce the serotonin agonist or the, or the serotonin element, and then try okay. not to get it to um, recirculate or uh, basically re- um, increase the amount of the enzyme that'll break down the serotonin so mm-hmm. it, it won't last as long. And that can actually be a really comforting feeling for people that have an excess of serotonin they're running. So, and, and by the way, enzymes, which is an area that bioptimizers is key, um, enzymes are so critical in so many processes. We're working with, we have a lab in Bosnia where we do extensive research and the number of enzymes and the, and the efficacy of enzymatic co-processes in the body are critical to the performance of just about everything. So, yeah. All right. Um, it's, it, it's good that you're doing that level of research because, you know, some of what you're doing around getting, you know, a stack for the right brain that this is really cutting edge stuff. It's pretty cool. And you, you guys talk about something else that's actually not in your formula or in your different formulas, but something that's in kind of the guidebook that comes with it that is worth mentioning. Um, people think that I'm, you know, anti-sugar because I'm like, don't eat sugar all the time. But when people ask like, okay, if you really want to like nail a migraine or you just need to have like the best day of your life, put glucose, which is half the sugar molecule, but the, the kind your body likes most, put it in your bulletproof coffee. Like don't do it every day. It's, it's going to be good increase advanced glycation in products, but your brain will be really freaking happy with MCTs and glucose galore. And you're going to have the best day of your life. And then chew a little bit of Lucy gum for some nicotine when you're done. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa. And of course you take your nootropics. Uh, and it was that, you know, I aced the bar exam um, and the, the MCAT on the same day, because like I had that day, but you might crash later, but you actually talk about microdosing 
glucose as a performance enhancer. Um, but you recommend fruit, which isn't high in glucose. So tell me why you guys are like fruit versus just give me a you know, scoop of glucose. Well, a lot of fruits are 50-50, right? 50 glucose. Yeah, that's what glucose is. Yeah. I mean, your body's going to break it down either way. But yeah, we're talking a microdose, like 10 to 20 grams is typically enough. And again, you like if, like right now I'm drinking Nectar X. I took about half a cup of strawberry juice, like fresh strawberry juice, and mixed it in. So I'm just streaming in a bit of glucose. I talked to Dom D'Agostino. He's a, and he's a keto guy. Yeah, I like Dom. He's, he, he, I think he was one of the first hundred guests on the show going way back. Yeah. And Dom's awesome. But he's a big fan of using glucose even during a workout, like 40 to 80 grams. If you're training legs, 80 grams, you're going to scorch that. Like it's just gone. There's no, it, your body's just going to burn it in real time. So it's the same thing with, you know, your body, you get 20% of your energy. Normal, just normal days is what your brain uses. But let's say you're doing a 40 years of Zen, which I've done five times. I think you go to like 40, 50%. Like the amount of calories that I've monitored it. I need another 1,000 to 1,500 calories a day. But I'm pushing my brain that much. That's why there's a chef there, an executive chef, and that's why it's not a, a zero carb kind of a week whatsoever, because uh, you have to have it. You're, it, it. I found out you can do two and a half times more neurofeedback if you've got your MCTs and some carbs. Right? It, it's that big of a deal because it's like running a marathon every day. So, and you're saying for your microducing glucose, you're not doing that every day though. Just when you want to hit a certain peak state, or are you doing that every day? I mean. Yeah, exactly. Like if, if when it's the most demanding, like for example, right now it's a podcast. I want to be hyper focused. So yeah, a little bit of glucose, twenty grams, it, it does wonders. Yeah, and and you, nootropics speed up mental processes. The brain eats glucose. The brain loves glucose. Yes, ketones work, but the brain loves glucose. And yeah, although the neurons. Uh, this is what I believe is going on there. The neurons demonstrably in studies prefer ketones, even in the presence of glucose, but the astrocytes, the other half of your brain that does all the pruning and organizing, it wants glucose. And I think when you have both, that's not a natural state. You cannot do that in nature, but when you get in both, both parts of the brain are there and like, all right, I got this. It's pretty cool. And if you're doing that in conjunction with the nootropics that you guys are talking about, well, certainly getting them into the brain using the fat, right? That's a good thing, you know, with bulletproof coffee or butter or, you know, eat a steak, whatever. Um, but it, it helps to have the fat to get it in. But then if you have the glucose and you have the MCTs, assuming those were present, you end up with this magic state where the compound itself is present. It's calling on the cell to do something and the cell has enough energy to do it. And that's when it starts to get really interesting. But if you say are undernourished and you take these things that are going to turn up the volume and put you in, you know, God mode. And, you know, my brain's going to work so well. And the brain's like, I can't make enough electricity to do this. It doesn't work. Right. And, and so I love it that you're willing to talk about that because in a certain part of the world, the keto bros, um, it's like, you know, if you have one gram of carbs, you're a bad person. It, you, it, it doesn't work for the extreme states of cognitive performance. It does for some of them, some of the time. But I, I just love it that you're willing to go out there and say that. And I'm the last person to say you should be in keto all the time. I, I talk about how that that you know, causes problems for me and for others. But people still think bulletproof equals keto. And it's like, no. So 
Um, kudos to you for, for putting that in your book. And um, we've talked about in your brain flow, the different formulas. There's nine base blends and each of these gets customized. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a, f- a few more. I'll take Power Solution. <clears throat> so Power Solution is probably the most sympathetic blend. It's great for gaming. So one of the... <laughs> Full, full disclosure, one of the things that happened after being locked down for five months in my home is my friend gifted me a PS4 and said, play Call of Duty with me. So guess what happened? Started gaming. I grew up a gamer and I stopped gaming for 15 years, you know. Like Doom and Duke Nukem. I, I was like, if I keep doing this, there will be nothing left. Uh, so. But Call of Duty, first of all, the bonding, you know, you're playing in a team and it's such a high performance. It's, it's, it's all central nervous system, fine motor skills. Like there's no gimmies in that game. It's, it's phenomenal on that level. But Power Solution, I give that to my gamer friends. It, it's a game changer. I mean, it is very sympathetic, which of course we can dial up or dial down. It's a great pre-workout. It's what I use on leg days, like tomorrow. So it's a really powerful stack. Um, Mark, any, any quick things you want to add to that? No, no, no. You get you nailed it. And it, it was developed actually as a gamer stack. So it's it has those characteristics, right? You want to be able to have peripheral thinking going on, right? So you're creative as you're problem solving in real time mm-hmm. while still killing a bunch of people in line. One of the things I was a little concerned about, okay, I'm, I know what I'm doing. I can read the ingredients stack. I know what everything does. You bet. Um, so like, like I have an unfair advantage there. But there is a manual that's like, okay, take this at this time and this at this time. And, and it, there's a learning curve for this. Yeah. But this, this, is, this is a system and there is a learning curve. Even myself, I was an experienced nootropic user. Um, it took me probably four months. Now we've boiled it down and we built the app. We built the book in order to systematize the learning curve. So... Yeah, it's it's this is for high performers. Like Tiffany Haddish was at my house a few weeks ago. This is what she's using. We've got the top agent she, in she's Hollywood. Great. Yep. She's awesome. I think she was on the show, right? Um, we got the top, top agents in Hollywood um, on the stacks. Like th- this is for people that really want to maximize performance. And it's not cheap. And again, if you're an entrepreneur, it's a no-brainer, no pun intended. You know, if, if you get 20, 30% more output as, as an entrepreneur, it's a game changer. It's exponential. And, you know, I, I'm a recovered drug addict, alcoholic. I crashed and burned when I was 32. And, you know, Dave, you're a big part of my brain recovery. I started reading your blog back in the day. You know, I was one of those guys that my memory was shot. Of course, yeah, I'm sober, but it's not like my brain came back. I could work 10 hours a week, then 15, then 20 20 was the most I could do. And then started optimizing my brain with, you know, lion's mane and fish oil and photobiomodulation. Then I started doing neurofeedback. That was a game changer. And that's why I've gone continually to, to do more 40 years of Zen and simultaneously playing with nootropics. So now my brain is performing at a level that even, you know, before I started drinking and drugging, which was 12, it's better than that. You know, it's, it's unbelievable. And, uh, I, I love hearing your story. Um, I, I'm in a similar place. My brain was cooked. Like, like I went to Dr. Amen, you know, he shows you all the holes in your brain. And in fact, he said, my brain looked like a drug addict living under a bridge. He said, you have chemically induced brain damage. I'm like, great. But, uh, when I look at my, my response time to visual and auditory stimuli, and this is what you measure for gamers, 
or Formula One drivers. I have the average response time of a 20-year-old. And it's supposed to drop with decades. <laughs> so I'm around, what, 200 instead of 350 or maybe a little under 200. Um, and this is before you can think about things. This isn't will. This is literally how quickly does your brain make electricity when someone says boo, right? And so it's possible. Like, it's quantitatively possible. You've experienced it. And Mark, you've experienced it. And I'm thinking a substantial portion of our listeners have experienced it at least once or twice. You're going, wait, like I'm, I feel way better than before. And honestly, the gateway drug oftentimes is butter and MCT in coffee, right? And it doesn't have to be that though. Maybe it was from fasting or they were, you know, the ashram or something. I don't know, but we've all felt that one day with a spark. And what I have dreamed about doing is saying, how do we make it easier for more people to have that most, of, most or at least more of the time? And I think you have something special with uh, the Newtopia set of, of things you've got here. I just want to caution uh, listeners. Uh, yeah, it, it's not cheap. It replaces dozens of pills you'd have to go out and buy. So it's actually cheaper than if you were to go do all the stuff that I've done for years. Um, but it, it's going to take you the first month. You're going to be like, I've got to consult the app. Like there's an app that comes with like, this is complex stuff, but the benefits are what you would get after three or four years of spending more than this every month and having a handful of pills and taking them today and saying, I got a headache and taking them tomorrow and saying, oh, that one worked, which is what I've done, which is what Dirk and Sandy did way back in the day. So I, I think the programmatic, survey-based, app-based, tune-it-every-month approach is the way to go for people who are like the diehard, serious, you know, top 10% of performers. And you could say, Dave, that's elitist or whatever, but no. Like, if you're a race car driver, you buy a race car and you put 104 octane gas in there, right? And if you're not a race car driver, you don't have to buy the race car and, and you put your your resources and your attention somewhere else. And that's totally okay. So this isn't a call to say everyone has to do it, but just to say the people who are seeking those states, this is the fastest path from A to B that I know of. And even though it looks pricey, it's not compared to the way I had to do it and the way most people have to do it. But so just a comment on that too. Do you, do you know how much it costs to get to, to get one guy to do what we do? It's six figures. I know because I know people that do what we do. You know, if you're a high performer and you want to hire a chemist to do your own custom stacks, it starts at a hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollars a week. If you're hiring overseas, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> so we're doing for a fraction of a fraction of that. That's that's the quality of service, and everything is customizable. You know, if there's certain blends people don't like, they can remove those, they can modify those. This is absolute total customization. I just want to give Mark a quick opportunity to talk about the last two stacks, which is his favorite, Apex and Xamner. Oh, yeah. I, so, yeah. It's, so, we talked about Celastris paniculatus and extractions of it. And you probably know Malkagani oil, maybe, Dave. Um, it's, yep. a, it's, a, it's the oil, right? It's a cold press of Celastris paniculatus. Mm -hmm. Well, if you extract it using sonic extraction you can get it to lean towards a, a very unique angle on the acetylcholine, right? Dopamine axis. And so you get this, but the really cool part about it is it has a, a I don't even want to call it a waveform, but essentially the, it brings up so quietly, you don't realize that you're suddenly running it at 80%, 85% of performance level. And then eight to 12 hours later, you're still running there if you want, 
Mm-hmm. You can call it up on demand. You don't have any kind of peaks and valleys you have to deal with, but you can also sleep, which, you know, was, was Modafinil's, you know, big praise, right? In the early days yeah. where take it, you can still sleep, but you're going to be, you know, there's a cost that comes with that when you've done Modafinil, I'm sure. Um, yeah, so it's, it's really fantastic. And it just, and it also does a lot of, of recovery, um, you know, neurological recovery. So it's great. It's a really clean product. I, I like it a lot. Um, all the other, one of the other aspects of it is um, we use, um, we use a very specific saffron extract, which has been proven to be more effective than the most effective uh, antidepressants. It, it turns out the first person ever to put that in a multi-ingredient uh, formula uh, was me a while ago. Is that right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you're talking about, uh, what was it called? Uh, Afrin? AF. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and I don't think they actually make that one anymore. Um, but yeah, when it was first, first available as an ingredient, I'm like, this stuff is amazing. And the fact that you guys even found that almost no one knows about it. Like you guys found it and incorporated it. That is a really, really potent thing. I was so stoked to see it in here. Awesome. Um, so, uh, when, when you look at the, the stuff that, you know, because you are Mr. Newt's after all, uh, just the, the broad amount of, of incredible research that's out there. And to be honest, putting it all together is a huge pain in the ass. And like, I have, I, I literally every morning I have all these bottles and I go, okay, I know what this one does. I know what it's going to upregulate. I know it's going to downregulate. I know if I take that one and that one together, it's going to drop my blood pressure a little bit too much. And that's not going to lead to really good results unless I take a little bit of extra cortisol to counteract it. Yes. I actually think about this every morning automatically because I live this shit. Okay. But it's worth it because I'm so dialed in. <laughs> and so you guys are like, Dave, I am going to the world domination box. My kid's like, Hey, you got a new board game. I'm like, no, that's my new cognitive enhancers from, <laughs> from Matt. And, uh, um, it does save a huge amount of time and thinking on stuff like that, which is valuable, right? So it takes we have 15 minutes of putting pills together to, okay, I looked at the app. And I did A, then I did B, and today I wanted to chill, so I didn't do C. Like, so, all right, you guys have done something special there, and the fact that you have all those crazy ingredients most people would never even buy to put on their you know, dresser full of vitamins, kudos. I, I think you've done it. That's part of the fun, I think, is, um, is when you discover the effects of an obscure nutrient, and then you figure out how to potentiate it with maybe an existing maybe something a little less exotic yeah, and, and you get a, a two or three or four or five X compound effect, or you get it to last forever, or you get, a, you get a, you know, like, like neurogenesis is one of my favorite things to explore, right? Yeah. Because, you know, these blooms of new neurons, I mean, and then being able to program those to be able to say, I want to accomplish this to think it, do it and go for it and know that you're creating a neural pathway groove, right? Very much like, like, you know, getting it's like a kata in martial arts right you're repeating the kata until it is secondary muscle memory and everything else takes it same thing is happening up here well i remember dave you talked about how you didn't need modafinil anymore and and there's a very specific reason why your brain cemented that state you know that's the thing people yeah. don't realize with drugs i mean I, I, again i'm i'm in the rooms of of 12 steps all the time people come in even though they've stopped drinking and drugging, there's still certain states that they can be trapped in. Now, that's true on the high performance side. When you start using nootropics or you do things like 40 years of Zen and you experience a state, your brain changes. 
and that you're able to re reactivate that state and go back to it on demand. And that's what we do with the product. So not only are you activating peak performance for that day, but your baseline is changing all the time as you use these. And we, we've, I've experienced it. Virtually every client we've had says, you know, it works amazing right at the gate and then it gets better and better and better. Yeah. It's, it's completely true. Uh, when you show the brain, this is your normal state, it will actually attenuate to that. And that said, if you were to do, uh, you know, Newtopia for four years straight, like I am dialed in, and then you were to say, you know, I'm going off the Bulletproof diet. I'm going to go on my omega-6 seed oils and take my red food coloring and NutraSweet and MSG um, and and go cold turkey off this. You're not going to stick. Like, like you can poison yourself. But if you keep fueling the brain right, you may find you need less of it over time. You Like I did with modafinil. Eight years after that, that young person's brain response time, like I'm dialed in. But man, you, you give me... Uh, you know, pancakes made with gluten and canola oil and God knows what else. And I'm not going to have a great day, right? So am I going to take twice as much of probably everything that you guys make that that next day to try and bring myself back? Yeah. Um, but I just want people listening to, to hear what you said, which is that when your brain gets used to performing well, it will perform well, right? And it's the same reason shamans take, uh, you know, mushrooms or ayahuasca or whatever, every day for 10 plus years. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, I'm there or I'm not there all the time. And that's part of the initiation and the training for a traditional shaman from, um, you know, from the jungle versus, you know, an Insta shaman online because the brain can get there. And what I think listeners are interested in is, okay, what happens if I am enhanced for five or 10 years? And what it is, is a whole new, whole new levels. And you've, you guys understand this because you've done it but it's hard to put words to it. I just want listeners, hey guys, this actually is real stuff. And no, you don't have to go buy Newtopia in order to do it. I just think it's a faster and and more likely way to get you there, uh, which is why I want to talk about it. By the way, you know the rules. If people come on and talk about something new, you get a discount. Use code DAVE10, newtopia.com, N-O-O-T-O-P-I-A.com slash Dave. Now, one, one, one real important word, this is, this is the, the problem or the struggle with this business. This is not bottles. So legitimately, when this comes out, we're, we can accept about 100 new clients, and then we're going to close it off until we hire more people. We're hiring people as fast as we can. We just brought three new people, and we're very close to our limit in terms of how much. Because, again, it's hand capping. It's the formulating. It, this is not mass-produced stuff. So. 100 people max with this drop. Plus, we're going to upgrade labs. We think that, and we're going to be talking there about the nootropics. We do expect to probably sell at least half of that, if not all of it there. So there oh, you're so. talking about the at the conference, the biohacking yeah. conference? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, definitely Upgrade Labs is a sponsor of the conference, uh, but we it's not called Upgrade Labs anymore. That was a, a weird thing the last CEO I had there did. So... Um, um, we will, uh, I think you are going to probably fill up your stuff because we have a few thousand people coming, but regardless guys, if you want to do it, get, get on the list, newtopia.com slash Dave, use code Dave 10. Um, and it does look like a board game when you get it super high quality, it is custom packaged and it changes every, uh, every month. If you were to 
do this yourself, you literally would have to do uh, what I do. I have a 0.000 scale, like a drug dealer scale with little weighing papers. <laughs> and I'll weigh out a certain amount of something I'm going to take. And, you know, if we get a new house cleaner, or something they come in, they're like, oh my God, this guy's a drug dealer or a drug user. It's like, no, those are just my cognitive enhancers. So what you're doing is you're saying you want research chemists and people know what they're doing to put together your stack for you and tell you when to do what. Uh, so that's that's a cool thing. No one else has done this in the history of nootropics that I'm aware of. So I'm pretty darn interested in this. Well, and Dave, our new facility is in a church. <laughs> so the Church of Newtopia. <laughs> I love it. That's so cool. All right. Well, guys, I appreciate you being on the show. Mark, thank you for uh, taking the bag off your head and being willing to say you're a research chemist. Are you planning on doing a ton of podcasts or are you sticking to the research chemist side of things? You know, I like both sides of it, uh, but I, what I'd like to do is actually get into some of the more esoteric science of how we get there and also take case study people from how they've gone from sick to superhuman. Because to me, that's where the real fun is. And once people realize that this is this is something anybody can get to, all they got to yeah. do is, you know, you commit to it like you've done. You commit to it. You you figure out what the nuances are of, of how your physiology and neurology respond. You tweak those things. It's a constant process, right? It's that, it's that Six Sigma getting better and better and better and better and better. And the cool thing, though, is is now when you're in the presence of people that used to maybe be daunting in terms of whether it was cognitive performance or physical performance, you have this kind of almost that sly smile, the Cheshire cat smile of an edge, mm -hmm. knowing that you're already there and you can deal with that stuff. It's, it's really empowering. And I think that that's worth it. Yeah, it, uh, it is empowering. I love the way you put the words to it. And there's this the word called ineffable. And it's one of my favorite words because it's a word that means there isn't a word for it. So it's like reverse meta. And it's a word that comes up a lot at 40 years of Zen. Matt, you've pro probably heard it when we're going through the talks doing the neurofeedback stuff. And, but we don't have words for it. So you go to an old religious text and like, wow, imagine the Buddha sitting on a gold six-inch high. They literally do a six-inch high, you know, uh, uh, pillar thing. And they describe every little tiny detail and then they're trying to find words to make you have a sensation in your body by visualizing it because it, there is no language for this. It's not like I could look at you and say, you know what, in Broadman Area 17, I want you to turn up your alpha and your gamma by 8%. You'd be like, what the F are you talking about? There's, there's no connection there. So we're all dancing around this whole interview, that state of being bulletproof or being superhuman or having more than you thought you did. And it is real. And <laughs> we've all done our best to talk about it. Uh, and this is where I want to lead the people who want to go there and acknowledging a lot of listeners. Like, I just want to feel like myself. I want enough energy to get through the day and that's enough. And, and that's easier. That's lifestyle stuff. And then there are people who are saying, I want to do that. And I also want to be able to have like ninja disappearing skills and that's when you go for the super high level cognitive enhancement stuff. So it, it isn't something that everyone wants or needs. But if you're hearing this going, oh, my God, I have to have that. Well, great. That's how you're wired. Go do it. And if you're saying that's not for me, just know that it's there. If you ever do want to go there or other people in your life are going there, you can support them. So that's how it works. Thank you, guys. Newtopia.com slash Dave. N-O-O-T-O-P-I-A.com.
Thanks, Dave. It's always a blast to talk to you. I can't wait to see you at the event. And yeah, again, this is for higher performers. And I think, Dave, you, you summarize it well. If you're a smart person that wants to really maximize your output in life, this is what this is designed to do. So check it out. Utopia.com for Dave. Dave 10 to save 10%. Thanks, Dave. The Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products. Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.